I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. Back to another episode of Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. My name is Lou. Hey, still Chris here. Yep, that's Chris as usual. It's been a while since you were Johan or you know Miguel or whatever. <laughs> Miguel? Were you ever Miguel? <laughs> I was no, but I will be now. Yeah, you can be Miguel. You're my Miguel. Oh, uh, how you been? I've been doing okay, bro. Honestly, um, we had. Uh, a bunch of crazy fucking people <laughs> break into the Capitol. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, we've got opinions, but nobody out there cares. That's true. None of it matters. I, I welcome the asteroid. Come hither. I'm doing the come hither motion to the asteroid, you know, like it's a vagina and I want it to squirt. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty graphic. <laughs> you going for it there? <laughs> I went hard right there. Oh boy, I'm sorry. Sorry everybody out there who's not into female ejaculation. And also I'm sorry that you're not cuz it's a it's an experience. Um yeah, we're doing episode 43 today. 43. 43. How old are you now? I'm 44, so we're closing in on it. Yeah. One or two more episodes. I guess one more episode is the way math works. <laughs> Fuck! I like math. Math. Um. Yeah, maths. Why do? What? What is that about? That's one of those things I've I haven't Googled, but I keep meaning to. Like, why do British people say maths? I don't know, but it's, we say it's, math. It's very um endearing. You like it? I like that. I mean, certainly, if an attractive girl was doing it, I would like it. I don't know how I feel about it generally, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> fucking A. The UK, man, all the way. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about a, a job today, and that job is Target Duluth. Strapping on the red and khaki once again, doing it once more. Um, I'm sure you'll think back to the Target episode, oh, those many episodes ago, and and wonder, Lou, why are you going back to Target? You didn't really like it that first time. I mean, you met your wife there, and that's fucking cool. But as soon as she quit, you wanted to kill yourself. So <laughs> why why are you going back to Target? And I don't have a good answer for you, but we're going to talk about it. Money. Yeah. Money. Yeah, money is the answer, I guess. Discount. Uh, yeah, 10% off all merchandise other than food. I don't actually know. I, I feel like there was a bunch of things that they didn't give you a discount on, but the discount was 10%, so it was not did they, substantial. Did they have, like, a grocery section in that Target? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they did the first one. I think they did the second one. The Target, that's Target's gone, the, the Duluth one. The original Target, the one where me and Tammy met, is still there, I believe, but this Target has uh, since gone bye-bye. I, I would imagine a larger one opened somewhere nearby. Sure. But when I, when I looked it up for this episode, it was no longer where it was so let's go ahead and uh, do the occupational breakdown on this bitch
Yeah, it's nice. Nice and heavy. You know, I was thinking about it. It There's a lot of similar DNA to that little riff that I wrote for this and Like Hearts Then by the Serge Nubray. There's like a similar kind of guitar thing happening, especially towards the beginning. I don't know. Next time you listen to it, think of it that way and tell me if I'm crazy. Okay, I will. Uh, luckily, no one's ever heard that song, so it doesn't matter. And I can rip myself off all I want. Maybe you should link that somewhere. Maybe I should. Maybe I will. Okay. Um. So the job, as I said, Target Duluth, my 41st job. The position held. I mean, I guess overnight replenishment would be a good uh, way to describe it. My wage earned ten twenty-five, so twenty-five cents less than I made working at Target the first time, and I was employed there two days in June <laughs> of two thousand one. How old were you in two thousand one? Well, let's do the math. I was born in seventy-six. That would be what twenty-five. I was probably twenty. I'd probably just turned twenty-five at this okay. point. Okay, so twenty-five on your forty-first job. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. You've got the math right. <laughs> I hope the math is right, because that's embarrassing if I don't I can't do that kind of math that quick. But yeah. Yeah, I was in that, that range. I you know what? And here I am, less than twice as old with more than twice as many jobs under my belt. So it doesn't get better is <laughs> is my point. Um and that's your occupational breakdown. <sighs> Occupational breakdown. We did it. We did Beautiful. it again. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I don't sound like that in real life. I'm uh, much more off key. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I was actually interviewed and hired at Spencer's Gifts. Now, I've talked some shit about Spencer's Gifts in the past, and this is probably part of why I've been talking that shit, but... I applied at, interviewed, and got hired as a third key at Spencer's Gifts, which was, of course, going to pay very little. But I was like, well, fuck it. It's Spencer's Gifts. I can sell whoopee cushions and dildos all day. And uh, <laughs> it's a weird combination. Right? <laughs> That's how I think it's, it's Spencer's it's, Gifts. It's the work. perfect combination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe I throw a piercing in there and maybe a birthday card. Sure. Um. But I, I showed up on my first day at Spencer's Gift, and the manager told me she couldn't hire me as a third key, but if I waited two more weeks, she'd hire me as an assistant manager. Now, I don't understand the logic of that. That's what she told me, and I'm pretty sure I was just, in my mind, I was like, if I don't say okay and just walk away, I'm going to beat this woman up. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, and I walked away. My feeling is maybe that she didn't have a third key available. She wanted to hire me. I was overqualified. She wanted to get me through the door. So she like wanted to hire me as a third key and then she couldn't sell it to her like DM. And so then the DM's like, well, you're going to have an assistant manager position coming up for whatever reason. So maybe he'd be a good fit for that. I feel like that's kind of what the behind the scenes would have been. It's the only thing that makes sense to me yeah. uh, based on what happened. But at the time, you know, I was a little bit less assertive back then. I was an asshole, don't get me wrong, but I was less willing to, like, really get into it with somebody unless they were pushing me. She didn't push me. I didn't really want to work there anyway. So it's like, okay, I guess I, I, guess I won't do this job. 
but yeah, I didn't have a fucking car at this point. I was applying to places that were walking distance, which, you know, I'm saying with quotes in the air because everything was like at least a 35 to 40 minute walk away. Yeah, that, and, that could be fucking rough. Yeah, and then and it's Georgia, so there's weather. It's not like California. California, that's fine. I've had fucking jobs in California where I walked 50 minutes or an hour to work and back, and it was never a problem beyond, like, uh, walking's kind of shitty. But yeah, here it was like, for instance, you know, I remember at this point I had a, I basically had an interview at Kohl's, and walking to my interview, it rained. It was, like, out of the blue. <laughs> fucking destroyed me i basically got halfway there and then had to turn around and walk back because i was just i was drenched i was so fucking wet like there's no way i could walk into coals and do an interview in that in that state but i remember like walking home wet and then calling to reschedule my interview what did Um, they say did they say fine yeah i don't i think i just called and said something happened i don't think i told them i got rained on because that's a little embarrassing yeah um i think i probably just said like something happened emergency happened can i please reschedule then i interviewed at structure uh media play i had second interviews for both media play and coles which i did eventually get to my coles interview and for some reason neither of them hired me this is like a weird time where i applied for a bunch of jobs and didn't get hired because that doesn't happen that often to me yeah um you know it's the magic of applying at shitty jobs you're more likely they'll hire you because they're like, ooh, the thing, the key about getting a shitty job is to not make yourself appear too good because otherwise, like, well, this guy's not going to last. So you have to, like, you have to kind of play in the middle. You know, that's the secret. That's how I've done this. Are, are you a union actor? <laughs> I'm a non-union actor. <laughs> uh, yeah. So at this point, I'm desperate for a fucking job. And Tammy was working at a preschool. It was the same preschool as her sister. And she was getting rides to and from the preschool with her sister. And for whatever reason, her mom, I guess her mom just got tired of hearing us bitch about the car situation or whatever, or, you know, want to make up for being a shitty mom back in the day. Whatever the case, uh, she loaned us the money for a down payment on a car. So we were able to get a car. We got a little Saturn uh, stick shift, which I had never driven before. It took me about three days of, of intense trying to learn how to drive stick shift tammy could drive stick but tammy and i are like oil and water when it comes to her teaching me things <laughs> yeah. i don't know what it is but for some reason when she tries to teach me how to do something she gets impatient with me and something about her teaching style for me just doesn't get me there i don't know why that is because she doesn't seem to have that problem with anybody else <laughs> but i remember her trying to teach me how to drive stick and i learned how to drive stick by like stopping listening to her like, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do what she's telling me to do because it's not working. I keep I keep stalling this motherfucker. So then I just went on my own and taught myself. And once I figured out the trick, I was like, oh, okay, I understand. I understand what I was misunderstanding about how she was explaining it. Yeah. Whether or not it's my fault or her fault, uh, you know, we're going to disagree on that. But, <laughs> but yeah, whatever the case, I taught myself how to drive stick with a little bit of input from her. I love her, her dearly, but she did not do a great job of teaching me stick. <laughs> How many fights of that has that caused? I mean, it, during that time, it probably was a couple. 
but yeah, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, she will, by the way, completely disagree with everything I'm saying here. (laughs) (laughs) I am a bad student and I would not learn what she was very clearly teaching me. That will be her point of view. So, and you know what? She's probably right. Let's just go ahead and be honest. Right. Yeah. Um, so it took me about six weeks after I quit Hollywood video after my one glorious shift, uh, not wearing a denim shirt, to get hired at Target. Now, as you'll remember back on episode 30, uh, the circumstances of my quitting Target Palatine, I was pretty sure I was not rehirable, but I also figured it wasn't worth hiding that I worked there since, like, I don't know, what are they going to do, you know? Like, if I got hired the minute they entered my info in, they would find out that I was unhirable. I assume that if they called, they'd find out that I got, I, I didn't get fired exactly. It was like, I was like, I'm not going to do this job anymore. I quit. I quit with no notice. Basically I gave two weeks notice. And then after a week I stopped working and then they asked me if I wanted to be there. And I said, no. <laughs> and then we agreed <laughs> that I would leave. Yeah. Um, not really a firing, but also, very sketchy and i'm sh- i was sure i wasn't going to be rehirable in the computer but they were hiring at this fucking target and i was like oh fuck it it's it's close enough i can get to and from um so i just you know i went through the fucking process i interviewed the manager that interviewed me fucking loved me he thought i was awesome he was so excited he's like i can't wait to call target in in palatine and hear about how awesome you were and i was like yeah tell him i said hi you know like (laughs) i really was like well whatever like we're gonna find out like this is one of those situations where i realized that there's no harm in just like going for it because the worst that could happen is gonna be like we i called them and they said you were terrible and i say really that's so weird and then i wouldn't get the job it wouldn't matter you know what i mean <laughs> right so i just played it like yeah like they're gonna they loved me there so uh yeah they he fucking called and they they loved me <laughs> whoever he talked to he said that He's like, yeah, I called and I told him I told him I was calling to do a reference check on you. And they were like, oh, yeah, he was awesome. He blah, 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 like had all these nice things to say. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, who the fuck did you talk to? Do you think he really <laughs> talked to anyone? I think he probably did. I think he probably talked to somebody. And, and one of two things happened. There were people there that liked me. There were people at that target that liked me and that probably thought it was funny the way I left. And. So I think is there a chance that, that he talked to one of those people or they thought I was someone else in their memory <laughs> and like, like due to laziness or maybe just being, being a nice person, whoever like processed my paperwork at the end decided not to put me as un unrehirable. Sure. Right. For whatever reason, who knows? It, it might've been a mistake. It might've been goodwill. I have no idea, but the match of the computer said I was hireable and then this person told him that I was awesome. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I got the job and I was like, well, that's weird. Uh, you know, I kind of had that feeling. Like, oh, is that synchronicity? Like, should I, should I be working here? Is that like a good sign that this is going to be the one, the job I have for more than a week? Um, and yeah, that's not how it went. <laughs> <laughs> he was quickly let down. <laughs> yeah. So they hired me to work overnights, which already we're starting off on the wrong foot. Like I'll do it. You know, I've had, I've had a couple overnight jobs. We talked about Ken's world of video years ago. When I, when I started working at Ken's, I was a regular employee and I got promoted to the assistant to the night manager. Remember that shit? Yeah. Um, and then I was working overnight shifts five days a week and, it wasn't awesome, but it also was kind of nice to not have to wake up early and 
and work in a place where there's almost no customers. You know, that was kind of nice. I, I was thinking, okay, maybe it's just unlo- unloading trucks. And I was in decent shape, so I wasn't worried about the physical aspect as much. But, yeah, it was basically just stocking. It was unloading trucks and then stocking shelves. You'd unload the truck, and then once it was unloaded, you'd merch the store. You know, you'd put shit on shelves. And it was fucking awful. It was like the worst of UPS and Target combined. Like it was, and you know, I, not your experience at UPS cause you are a, a different thing than I was when I sure. was there, but as an unloader at UPS and an employee at Target, this was like those two things mashed together. And then also in the middle of the night, which I guess technically that's what UPS was too for me. Right. But I remember one of the main reasons that I only made it two nights was I was having like a shoulder issues. Like my one of my shoulders just fucking hurt, and I remember thinking like I'll I'll just power through, I'll just tough it out. And after the second day, like I remember coming home and like I couldn't lift my arm up, and my shoulder just was killing me. And I was like, I'm gonna have to fucking go to the doctor if I keep doing this. Like I don't know what's going on, but I don't have insurance. I'm not gonna go to the emergency room over like an ouchy shoulder. So were you, were you lifting weights at this time? No. I didn't have a gym membership or anything. I didn't have any money, so obviously didn't have a gym membership. Okay. I was doing like like body weight exercises, push-ups, pull-ups, dips, things I could do around the house. I remember doing like push-ups on the stairs where I'd put my feet up the stairs and then I'd put my hands on the floor and I'd do like push-ups at that angle. Like yeah. I was doing that kind of stuff, body weight exercises, but not like lifting heavy. But yeah, I mean at this point I wasn't doing shit because my shoulder was all janky. Okay. I've always had a, a kind of a bum shoulder. I don't know what happened, but probably just overworked it once when i was like you know 16 and it never healed properly but yeah i'll go through like stages where i'm fine for like two years of lifting weights heavy and then all of a sudden like for a month my shoulder will be jacked up oh, but geez. i mean it's it's been years for, since i lifted weights in any kind of real way so i'm sure that hasn't changed in fact it's probably worse i can't wait to lift weights as a 45 year old man coming you know in this next year it's gonna <laughs> <Exactly>. be the best <laughs> But yeah, after two nights of that, I just I was like, I can't. I don't want to do it. And I didn't like fucking working overnights. I didn't like not sleeping with Tammy. You know, it's that's going to be a theme we revisit over these jobs because that happens a couple of different times where I just am like, oh, this sucks. I don't I, I don't like not sleeping in bed with my wife. She wasn't my wife at this point, but same same difference. Exactly. Yeah. And there was um, nowhere you could like sneak off and take a nap overnight. <laughs> Not really. I mean, there might have been, but it, I mean, it's a target, you know. And the other <laughs> thing I remember is they used to fucking play music through the like loudspeakers, but it was like, I don't know who chose it, but it was like hardcore ethnic Latino kind of really? music, like the kind of shit you'd hear if you're waiting for tacos at the at the food truck. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? I remember thinking like. Who chose this music? It might have been the cleaning crew. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I don't know, but it was bizarre. I remember thinking, like, this is weird. It's not not what you really want to hear all night long. And what was your experience with uh, coworkers, if any? I don't remember a single one. I don't, I don't think I exchanged names with anybody at that fucking job. I've had a couple of jobs like that where yeah. I just did not. I wasn't there long enough to put in the effort, you know? Um, yeah, I don't remember anybody. I remember unloading the truck in silence and then merching the floor to fucking like <laughs> Hispanic, <laughs> Hispanic fucking, uh, what's that called? What's the kind of polka? Sure. Like polka music. Yeah. Yeah. Two days and I was done. 
was like, oh, I'm all set. There's more jobs to be had. I'm going to get one of those other ones. Did you uh, just never go back or did you say, I'm out? Dude, if I only work there for, if I work under a week, I'm not giving you fucking notice. <laughs> like, in, in, I love the idea that I'd work somewhere for two days and then give my two weeks notice. <laughs> sense does that make i'm not gonna be like they're not gonna give me a good recommendation <laughs> you that, know like, that guy that hired you must have been like well i fucked up <laughs> i mean maybe I, it's it's like any job and i've had jobs where i was the fucking guy on the other side of the desk like you hire people for these fucking jobs knowing that like half the time they're not gonna work out sure so like well, yeah, yeah he like he liked me but also i'm a good interviewer you know like i i i have a bit of charisma in those situations and I'm sure he he maybe felt something about it. I don't know. I haven't thought about that guy fucking twenty years, but right. Yeah, I'm not giving notice if I if it even seems weird to work two weeks and then give two weeks notice. I might have done that once or twice. I mean, I guess we'll know here, you know, over the course of this show. But not yet. I haven't done that. <laughs> Very few jobs do I give notice. At. I give notice if I'm going to put them on my resume. Yeah, and I'll be honest, that's not even necessary. Like, I've got jobs on my resume now that I didn't give notice at. I mean, there's jobs on my resume now that closed. Like, the fucking theater, it's gone. It's a ghost. There's no way to prove anything about that job, except that if you talk to me, I can speak to it. I can speak knowledgeably about the job and, and make it sound like I could tell you I was a GM and I could fake my way through it if I wanted to. But I've got, I'm old enough that I have jobs that just don't exist anymore. Right. I could just take them off my resume. They don't do much good, but. They explain where I was 15 years ago if someone wants to ask. Uh, we'll talk about future jobs where it got a little hairy. I've had jobs where I had to do like background, like hardcore background checks. Not hardcore like government, but hardcore where they actually fucking look and they do effort and they find your tax returns. They do like see like who you filed taxes for over the last 15 years, that kind of shit. And I've, I've had one or two kind of uncomfortable situations based on that. I'll tell you about one of them when I get to that job because I can think of one very specifically relating to Costco. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, my current job did a background check on me that I was a little bit like, ooh, is this going to make me look bad? Because, you know, I put my resume in without thinking they're going to do that. And then when they do that, I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Let's see what happens. It's time to play some fucking bl- some, uh, blackjack or, you know, actually it'd more me like that's like a roulette, right? That'd be more like roulette. Yeah let the wheel spin exactly any questions about target duluth man nothing that you can answer it's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely true i uh, wore red and khaki for oh. two more days uh i guess what would you give it on the pp meter so for reference i gave ups a three and i gave target an 11 pre tammy and a four post tammy so, like, you would think that this would be, like, a f- three and a half, but this is a two. <laughs> it's a two. I, it sucked. It was dumb. Because fuck shoulder pains. Fuck shoulder pain, man. Yeah, no, it was, I don't know. I, it was also, like, I felt bad. You know, Tammy had to drive me there at 10 at night and then pick me up at 8 in the morning. And it was just, like, so much effort for just this bullshit. And it, it yeah i just like nah this isn't the one it really just is is this a good fit for me or not it's not okay i'm out you know unfortunately there's a run of those that's that's the only thing that kind of sucks right because i mean we know how you are at this point it's like if if 
if you're not even I don't know if it's enjoying it, but if it's just not what you want to do, you're not doing it. But going from um where were we fucking last episode? <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> video. Yeah, Hollywood video. I mean, it seems like so long ago. I know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you go from 750 or 725 to 1020, you know, that's a big jump. Yeah. And it's like, it just doesn't do nothing for you. No, it really doesn't. And if I found a job that I, I mean, I've had jobs where I made, fuck, I made six bucks an hour at the theater the last time I worked there. 625 or something like that. And I worked there for like a year and a half, two years. And the only reason I quit that job is because I moved to California. If I had right. stayed in Illinois, I would have kept working with Dan at Town and Country. So it, it is more about like it, what it is for me. I, I have figured it out. What it is for me is how much do I dread going? When I wake up in the morning on a day where I have to work and I get ready, I take a shower, I put my shit on, I'm on my way there. How much am I dreading what I'm going to have to do when I get there? And that's what it is. If it's there's a level, there's a line, there's like a a red zone, if you will, you know. And if I hit that red zone of dread, I just won't go anymore. It, it's it doesn't matter how much they pay. It doesn't matter what my responsibilities at home are. None of that fucking matters to me because I we've said it before, man. I'll just fucking I'm not gonna kill myself. I'll never get that sad. I'll just fucking bounce and go rob banks and surf. Like that's to me. It's like okay, have I hit the rob banks and surf point yet? <laughs> No. Yes, I have. Is is the next step rob okay, I'm not going back anymore because I don't want to fucking rob banks and surf. Surfing's cool, but I don't want to, you know, do that. <laughs> so you get my point. I get it. Yeah. So this one, it's a two. I mean it, it's not it's not really a two, probably, but at that time it felt like a two, and so I fucking bounced my way out of there. Are you uh are you ready to hear what's next on the agenda? I sure am. All right, man. This one's a kind of a new experience for me at this point. Uh, I'm going to Mix. Now, Mix is an American-style kind of family restaurant. You know, like, I think of it kind of like as a, a regional Bennigan's. Okay, sure. Bennigan's might be regional, too, so that might be a bad example. But, you know, it's like a fucking TGI Fridays or a Ruby Tuesday or any of that kind of shit. You know, they, they have hamburgers and sandwiches and fries and americana um mix i would imagine had a bit of an irish twang to it much like bennigan's but if you looked at the food it's not like irish food it's fucking american bullshit yeah yeah i was a i'm a i'm gonna work at mix so you're gonna hear about my first foray into serving i wonder if it'll be anything like bob chins of yesteryear Oh boy, yeah, we'll find <laughs> out. It, it, there are some similarities. <laughs> we'll touch on those next episode. <laughs> I cannot wait. All right, man. We'll see you. We'll see you then. All right, thanks. Mm-hmm.